to elevate inspiration for Sunday school. We're still in our call series. This lesson today, which is our last lesson for the series, is called to serve. A fitting lesson to end our series. So lesson text. Let's get started. Paul and his companions are now on their second missionary journey. So our lesson takes place in Acts, the 16th chapter. Um, he's going to end up in the city of Philippi, where the majority of our lesson is going to unfold. So a little bit about Philippi. It, is, it was named after King Philip, who is the son of Alexander the Great. It is known for its gold mines. So um, um, King Philip II used to fund his military campaign um, from Philippi, and it is named after him. Paul is also in search of gold, but it's a different kind of gold, and he finds it. Our lesson unfolds. We see that he's on his second missionary journey. If you kind of follow the arrows, you'll notice it starts in Jerusalem, uh, from there um, into Antioch, Taurus, Derby, uh, Lister, Iconian, and Antioch again. Another city is named after Antioch. This is the one that's in Asia. And then we stops at Taurus. So in this chapter, the 16th chapter, verse 9, Paul has a vision. And the vision said, is a man begging for his help in Macedonia. We're getting ready to enter into Europe because Paul initially was going to go south into Ephesus, but he changed his mind after he has his vision. He gets on a ship and he goes to Samanthros, which is a little island there, and then the Neapolis, where the ship land the next day. And there they walk into Philippi. So we're going to enter into Europe is where we are. And those are the cities there that we see. He starts in Taurus at the, um, at the harbor there. And then he ends up in Philippi, which is part of Macedonia, which is actually the entry into Europe. And it says he lingered there for several days. Now, as usually, Paul, when he goes into a city, he goes into the synagogue. But here it says on the Sabbath, we went out into the city by the river where there was prayer was wont to be made. And we sat down and spake to the women that resorted thither. Now, in order for you to have a synagogue, you have, have actually 10 married Jewish men to establish the synagogue. So evidently, it didn't have that. So that phrase where prayer was wont to be made had reference to a synagogue. So they they carried on the gathering just like they were at a synagogue. But mostly we have women here. And verse 14 tell us that there was a certain woman by the name of Lydia. And this is interesting because Lydia is a seller of purple. Purple is a very expensive linen that is used to probably make expensive um, uh, garments, um, king garments, and she is from the city of Thyatira, and it notice that says she's worship God. So Lydia is probably a Gentile, um, because in that day and time you had Gentiles that was worshiping God, uh, was converted to Judaism, and and they attended and and they learned about God. But if you notice here, it says when she heard Paul, her heart whose heart the Lord opened, 
she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. She was a listener. She heard it. She accepted. She was baptized. Not only was she baptized, but her whole household was baptized. And I like the way Luke ends this verse here, verse 15. If you have judged me with to be fruitful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. So Luke is saying that Lydia opened up their house. And I believe she had a very large house that she was able to accommodate, not just Paul, but the whole team that followed with Paul. And then it jumps down to the farthest verse. And if you notice that the farthest verse, it began by saying they went out of prison. Now, what happened between verse 15 and 40, Paul is arrested because he cast out a deviation, a spirit of a girl who was able to look into the future and she was making money for the um, 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 the men there in the city. And when they realized their investment in her was gone because the evil spirit has left her, they arrested Paul, put him in prison. Then when they found out that he was a Roman citizen, they let him out. So here we are, verse 40. And they went out of prison, entered into the house of Lydia. There we go again. They go back to her house and there we notice what happened. When they had seen the brethren, they comforted them and departed. So I think the lesson is trying to let us know today that Lydia played an important role as the gospel entered into Europe. So the question that we're going to talk on, on Sunday is what was, why was the river a perfect place to worship in the absence of a synagogue? a little bit deeper saying why is Lydia's conversion so significant to the ministry of Paul, Silas, Luke, and Timothy? And I want you to think on this question. What are some ways you can help provide and promote a ministry of hospitality? Now Paul writes and we jump all the way from Ike's to Corinthians and actually we're going to look at 1 Corinthians and just four verses here 26 through 30. The first verse we see where it says for you see your calling brethren how that not many wise men of the flesh not many mighty not many noble are called. So I think what Paul is writing here when you look at the church of Corinth he's saying hey you all are not rich individuals in Corinth. You're not highly educated individuals in Corinth. So verse 27, how you are still able to confound the wise, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. And base things of the world, base things is may have reference to lower things of the word that are despised and has chosen, yea, the things which are not to bring to naught the things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence. Now, that last verse there is that where you are today, you cannot say, look at me, I did this. All glory goes to God. And then notice the next verse. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto wisdom and righteousness and significance and redemption. Now, notice when Paul writes this, 
he's writing this during the Roman Empire. So during the Roman Empire, when you was crucified on a cross, it was really, really terrible. It was it, it was hard because it was for criminals and in a torture execution for the worst criminals. So what Paul is saying here is that we have taken a replica, the example of Christ's crucifixion, and we have taken that and have confound the wise. Even this thing is problematic for Jews, because if you look in Deuteronomy 21 and 23, the cross curse of hanging was despised, especially on a tree. So what Paul is saying here is that God can take the foolish things of the world and he can confound the wise. He can take the weak things of the world and confound the mighty. With God, all things are possible. So we're going to look at the question is, why is Paul's message to Corinth a wise summary of this lesson? And how has God used the weaknesses in your life to show his glory? You know, it's been a good series. You know, as a wrap up, we look at uh, women that were serving God, uh, serving God. His desire, we looked at Anna. The prophetess, we looked at the daughters of Philippi. You remember, correction, the daughters of Philip. Remember, he was an evangelist and he had four daughters that was evangelizing. We even looked at the Samaritan woman um, that wanted that Jesus made at the well, Mary Magdalene. You remember her? And last week, we looked at Priscilla and her husband Aquila. Well, Lydia's case, she used her status and wealth to serve God. Her influence brought her household to Christ. And had a ripple effect in Philippi. And I don't want to just end with Philippi. But Paul was able to leave Philippi with strength. And move on to the next uh, um, destination. So we might summarize the account from this unit. By saying each woman served where God gave her opportunity and gifting. So the thought to remember is seek the wisdom of the cross. Serve and its shadows. Seek the wisdom of the cross, serve in its shadows. Hey, I enjoyed this. Our Zoom session is going to be Sunday. Uh, the meeting ID is listed there in the passcode. Like I always say, see you in Sunday school.